quick thank you to our sponsors for making this podcast possible. They keep this show free to listen to. With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Let me tell you about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty cool, right? Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her questions via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom questions you wish to ask. And then she can either type her responses or use their voice-to-text feature. And mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. This book becomes a legacy, something your future generations can treasure forever. Your mom's given you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. I used mylifeinabook.com to compile my own stories to give to my daughters for Mother's Day. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code PEACE at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code PEACE for 10% off today. I came to parenting with everything I learned in childhood. Yelling, punishing, controlling, and shaming. After trying almost every method, I found connected parenting and was totally shocked when empathy, listening, doing away with rewards and consequences, and being a safe place actually worked. It moved the behaviors of my children and it felt good, especially with my very strong-willed and highly sensitive oldest daughter. This podcast was born out of the idea of sharing the message and helping parents find more peace in a modern world. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. So glad you're here. Hey, I'm so glad to see you. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for joining me. Um, I am going to be having on a lovely guest named Casey, who is going to share her experience around connected parenting. And I hope you enjoy all that she has to share about joining our mastermind program and what she has learned and the ideas of connection. So we're going to dive deeply into what does it look like when you use connection in your family? Hi, Casey. How are you? I am good. I am very good. I'm so glad to see you here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. I would love for you, I would love for you to share your experience of using the ideas of connection and share your experience in the mastermind, the Connected Parent Mastermind, and just share, you know, really tell us about what is, what was it like? like? What is your experience using the ideas of connection with your kids? Yeah. So I'm a mom. I have three kids. I have a seven-year-old, a four-year-old, and a two-year-old. And I started having just issues really with my four-year-old that kind of made me start looking for help. I always knew as a mom, I never wanted to be the parent that spanked or hit or I I didn't want to yell, but I found myself yelling more because I didn't want to spank. I didn't want to do that. I'm like, okay, yelling just came out and I was just overstimulated. But I'm like, there's got to be something out there. And my amazing client, Kathleen Cameron, introduced me to you. We were on a random team call and she's like, oh, I was just in LA and met this amazing woman any of you parents go check out her podcast. So literally that day I got in line to go to carpool and I turned your podcast on. I think I listened to like the first six podcasts within like the first day. And I'm like, yes, 
this, this is it. This is what I need to do. This, this is what I've been looking for. I'm like, I knew, I, I knew there was something out there that was going to be better than spanking. You know, I've my friends, some of my friends, neighbors, they're talking. About, oh yeah, I spank, and I'm like, oh no, no. And I was like, oh, I, I, you know, I, I have spanked. It has happened. I can count on my hand how many times it's happened. And after it happened, I, I hated myself and I apologized. And and then I, when I look back, I went to connection, but I didn't really realize that's what I was doing. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, oh yeah, no, I don't spank. And they look at me like, oh really? Like, what do you do? And I'm like, I don't know what I do. But we just, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't really have anything. So I listened to your podcast and right away I came home and I talked to my husband. I'm like, you have to listen to this. This is what we're doing. This is how we are going to raise our children. Like, I don't want them to be scared. I want them to come to me. And he, he was very on board. He, he, I don't think he's ever, both him and I, we were never spanked growing up. Yeah. I don't really, I'm still trying to figure out how my childhood was still journaling on that, but it was more of the, the yelling or, you know, getting mad or bribing. And so he was on board right away. And so then I was like, okay, this, this is great, but I I want more. And so I got a call and got on a call with you. And we, you know, we talked about one-on-one and, and you mentioned the mastermind. I'm like, oh, I would love to be with other parents because all the people that I'm around do the spanking, the yelling. And I, I remember vividly reading a post one time about a mom saying, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I yell, I punish, I speak. I'm like, oh. And when I read that, and this was probably two years ago, and I read that, and I'm like, where's the love? And I was like, yeah. why, why aren't you giving your children love? So I instantly, I knew as soon as you opened your mastermind group, I was joining. I like, I knew right away. And it was amazing. I, before the mastermind group opened, I started implementing all of your connection pieces. One of my four-year-old's favorite is our playtime, is our special time. I forget what he calls us. He, we always, we, we like to do scavenger hunts. He's like, are we going in our scavenger hunt today? I was like, if that's what you want to do, we'll go. So we find random, we end up picking up our neighborhood. We pick up trash. Um, finding scavenger hunts. So we started implementing special time. And I found the first week, my son, he is an amazing, amazing little boy at school. He does what he's supposed to. He's never in trouble. He's the one that's getting picked on and bit and pinched and hit and stuff. Like anytime I get a report, oh, come the weekend, Thursday, Friday, he comes home and we were having these big meltdowns. And it was, and in the beginning, I wasn't really giving him the attention. And as soon as I listened to your podcast, I'm like, okay. I know what I need to do. And um, we would sit there for 45 minutes. And I, and I remember, you know, in one of the calls you talk about, they're going to tell you, go away, mommy. I don't want you here. And he did that to me one day. And I'm like, nope, I'm not going to go away. Yeah. Because like, I I know you need me. Yeah. Um, And we sat there for 45 minutes and he came out so happy. he's back okay and we're good and um my husband did it once I was in the middle of a workout and my son just he wanted my attention I was almost done and so I went to my husband I'm like you need to go be with him and so he stopped and he went and he sat um he gets very aggressive and so a lot of times we have to we have to separate ourselves into a room or we have to try and hold them back a little bit. 
And so my husband did that and he's seen the change. Yeah. What do you see? What changes do you see with your son now? Just in his demeanor? It's so funny. It's a little, it's little things. He doesn't always, we don't have as many tantrums now. I think he's learning how to get those out. If we do have a tantrum, it is still big. He is, he is my pterodactyl. As I say, he is very loud. He is going to let you know when he's upset, but I also know like it's okay. And I am able to tell myself in that moment, this is what he needs. And I will, and I will tell him it's okay. Let it out. Scream, yell, hit. We've bought pillows. And so the biggest thing like with joining the mastermind group and knowing other parents are going through the same thing has really helped knowing that I'm I'm like, Oh, I'm not the only one. Um, So it was great to connect with other parents in the mastermind group and really hear their stories. And I'm like, Oh, I've, I've experienced that or they bring other ideas as well. But the biggest thing with my four-year-old is that he has actually come back after he has a big meltdown. He will come say, mommy, I'm sorry. (gasps) I know. Like, you did that though, Casey, because you gave him the space to have his feelings. He got to his internal remorse. And I think this is what people worry about. Like, oh, I'm, my, I'm teaching my kid to be disrespectful or he's never going to learn how to be kind or whatever. But they go to their internal remorse if you give them enough space and connection. Yeah. And he doesn't do it right away. Like, yeah. he'll, you know, he'll hit me, he'll kick me, um, he'll try and scratch me and we'll go through that. We'll be done. And later that day, he's like, mommy, I'm sorry. I was like, it's okay. Wait, boy. And it might even, yeah, pretty soon the hitting and the kicking and that stuff will also go away. Yeah. And he's, you know, he doesn't do that as much. He's very, he's still very, very loud where my seven-year-old, my daughter, and I, at the time, I didn't realize how much connection she still, she needed from me still because she's the oldest. You're like, oh, you can do this. You can do that. Help your brother here. And it was 17 year old needs connection all the time, yeah. constantly. I've never seen, I think, I've never seen a kid that age. And maybe it's just me because I haven't ever parented a kid this age. But I was like, oh, they don't, she, she, she doesn't need me. Uh, 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 uh. She needs me so much and so much connection. They need it forever. Yeah. And not until your class, I'm like, that's why she's acting out. And I'm like, okay. And she is the one that will run and hide and lock herself in the room. So I always go chasing her and we'll sit there and we'll talk. And she's not, she doesn't hit or do any of that stuff. She, I definitely, when I look back when she was my son's age, oh, that was her. And I was like, oh, I now I was like, okay, this, this is what I was dealing with, but I didn't know how to handle it at that time. And then with my two-year-old, he definitely, he's very much like my middle son. He's a mini pterodactyl. He's very loud. And I remember one day I said, I held my limit. He wanted a snack. I said, no, because we're going to do dinner. And normally I would just give in because I'm like, okay, you got to stop crying. I am. I'm like, I can't deal with it. I'm done. I've had a full day of work. I went to pick up. You guys have been screaming all day. I just need a break. I'll just give him the snack. And I'm like, nope, we're holding the limit because I knew he needed it. Feelings. I knew feelings were coming and oh boy, did feelings come. We just sprawled out, laid on the ground, but I just sat there and he's, he's one that as soon as I pick him up and I hug him, he just melts and he's good. He's at that age. He just needs a big hug. Um, and he's like that, like you give him that little bit of connection and within seconds, he's like, okay, I'm good. And 
again, you know, he asked for something like, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to do dinner. And then we were able to go play. So, yeah, I like how you bring in the idea of limits too, because a lot of people think that gentle, connective, whatever parenting is permissive, Mm -hmm. but it, it really isn't permissive. Do you find that you're able to hold the limit where you need to? Um, I, I have definitely, like you have taught us, I pick my battles. Yep. I know if I'm going to set a limit. I know if I'm at home, I'm good. I'm safe. I can handle this. And I also, I will evaluate myself for that day. Am I okay to deal with this? Because I very much, I still, I have lots of times that I will resort back to the yelling, but I catch myself. Yep. Um, so I will still hold the limits, but like we were at Target once. And it's funny, I have a funny story on that. I didn't set the limit. I was like, okay, you want a car? It was a, it was one of those little dollar cars. And we were getting birthday presents for friends. And my four-year-old, he, they have a hard time understanding we're getting a gift for someone else. Yeah. We're not here. I like, have a hard time understanding that. I go to Target. I'm like, ooh, I want that. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, we can have a car. And we pick the car. My husband comes home. He's like, wow, uh, you can't say no. And I'm like, Mm, no, no, no. I chose not to say yes. That was a so, conscious decision, right? I, you, you rationalized it. I, yes, yes, yes now. But maybe you'll say later, no, later, because you know maybe there are some feelings. Yeah. And so it was funny. My husband took my son to the store and he, he wanted a car. And uh, he came home with a <laughs> car and he looked at my husband and I looked at him. I'm like, what happened? He's like, I chose not to sit the limit. Yeah. I mean, I was like, see, it's good. Like if we're, you know, it's hard, especially sometimes when you got three kids, we've got a two year and a four year old and they both want things and grocery stores and Target sometimes are not the greatest place to set limits because we know we need to get something done and we need to get out of there. We want to get out of there quick. Uh, so we chose not to set the limit and then, you know, we'll set the limit and I don't remember, but but I'm sure he had a big tantrum later because... And as you get more used to... I think the idea too is when we're first starting this ideology, we're not used to having big feelings in public. Yeah. And so it can be really overwhelming and scary because we think everyone's judging us, that everyone's looking at us like we're a bad parent and we have to shut it down. And now as, as time goes on, for me, I'm like, eh, I'll, I'll do a tantrum in public. Come bring it on because I don't care anymore. But I think when you're first starting out, you, that's the last thing that you want or need. And, and so you don't, and that's okay. Yeah. And I think after that one, that was probably right before I started your mastermind. And we've had, I've said no and set the limits and he's screaming and people are looking and like, whatever. Yeah. He's okay. He's, he's fine. Just feeling he's just, he's, he's just upset. And we did it just the other day. They wanted a snack. Um, and I said, no, we're not going to do that snack. It was something that I didn't approve of. I was like, we're going to go to the actual grocery store. I'll let you pick out a snack. But he wanted it right then and there. And so we were in checkout already. And so I just got down and hugged him and loved on him as much as I could right there. And I said, we're going to go. And before we left, he was good. He's like, okay, let's go get a snack. So good. So, so good. We're going to take a break from our show to hear from our sponsors. Without their sponsorship, I wouldn't be able to bring you this incredible show free of charge. So I'll see you back in a few minutes. You know what I don't miss at all? The vicious week before my period. I always used to feel like I was walking in quicksand and craving the most unhealthy of foods. My sleep was always off and my moods were unpredictable. Now it's easier to manage PMS with EstroControl. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. 
and that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality and it shows. And the biggest benefit, feeling like myself again. That's what women mention over and over in their reviews, and there are over 14,000 reviews of Hormone Harmony. For a limited time, you can get 15% off the entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use code PEACE at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code PEACE for 15% off today. This episode is sponsored by Byheart. Byheart features a patent protein blend that gets closest to breast milk. Their formula includes the most abundant protein, alpha-lac, found in breast milk, as well as lactoferrin, the number one protein found in colostrum. Byheart is an easy-to-digest formula, which includes prebiotics and an 80-20 whey-to-casein ratio like an early breast milk, making it great for a newborn's digestive system. Byheart is the only U.S.-made infant formula made with certified clean ingredients, including organic, grass-fed, whole milk, not skim. What it doesn't have is soy, corn syrup, GMOs, or palm oil. Curious about Byheart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com forward slash podcast. Use code PEACE for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. Okay, let's get back to the show. So tell me, how do you feel about your parenting now as opposed to how you felt about it when you first found the podcast? I feel much more equipped to handle my kids' big tantrums. I still, I know, make lots of mistakes and know it's a learning process. And I had a conversation with my oldest, my seven-year-old, and I said, mommy's working on her yelling. I don't want to yell. And there are times when I didn't realize how stressed I was with work stuff or just all the things going on. And all of a sudden I yell and I was like, oh. And my daughter's like, mommy, you're not supposed to yell at me. Good for her. Good for her. And when I first had that conversation with her, she's like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. And then one day I yelled and she's like, mommy, I thought you're working on your yelling. And I was like, oh, that's a good tip. You know, I used to tell my kids, you could call me out on my yelling. You can say, mommy, it hurts. Oh boy, does that, I'm like, when you give them permission to do that. And then they say it to you, you, I mean, the shame is pretty deep. I'm just like, oh boy. And she just did it to me the other week. It was, it was after school and I'm like, oh boy. So I left him. I walked away. I went into my room and it just continued. We were going to go to the pool and every, it's just a big, it was hot and it was hot and tired. And so I went into my room and I started getting dressed. And I walked away from the kids for a bit. And then I went back to them and I said, I am sorry, you are right. I am working on my yelling yeah. and mommy needs help. Yeah. So yeah, and fair enough. And good for you for admitting it and good for her for feeling safe enough to call you out on it. Like that's a safe relationship where they don't feel fear. Like you said at the beginning, we don't want our kids to fear us because also it puts them in dangerous situations. If they fear to tell us the truth about things, then we might be putting them in peril. We don't want that. Yeah. And I definitely realized that with my daughter, that she was fearful of me because I would yell. I wouldn't spank or anything, but she was scared of me yelling. And so she, if something happened, she had issues with having an accident. She hated going to the bathroom at school. She would hold it. And so I would get upset that she wouldn't tell me, but when I would talk to her, I would yell. And I look back and I'm like, 
I was mad that she wasn't telling me, but she wasn't telling me because I was yelling and I was like, oh, it's shit. like, okay, that's what I do, right? I have a friend yeah. now who's, she's like, my daughter's lying to me, right? And I was like, well, why is she lying to you? And she's like, well, she's lying to me because she's afraid of getting in trouble. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, she's going to continue to lie to you if you don't stop getting her in trouble. So if the punishments yeah. or the consequences don't go, then she's going to continue to lie because it's just a defense mechanism for that. Yeah. And we used, we used to do the punishments and bribes and all that stuff. And, and right got, before I, mom, we've gotten rid of, and I, I have caught myself in just my normal conversations. I'm like, right. Oh, I'm not going to, I'm like, Oh, I said something like, Oh, if you don't do this, you're going to get in trouble. I'm like, no, you're not. I was like, you're not going to get in trouble. No, I'm like, uh, no, there's, there's no trouble to get in. There's what no do you feel, yeah. What do you feel about getting rid of the punishments and the consequences? Does it, or do you feel like you, you're fine without them? Because lots, lots of people think, I can't, what am I supposed to do? Yeah, it's been, I, I think that's probably for me, it's been the hardest piece mm-hmm. is it's not like getting rid of them. I haven't punished my kids and I don't even know how long, but it's using that language in conversations that I have to stop myself. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to punish you. Or I'll say, well, if you don't do this, we the won't run this. Bribes. Yeah. And yeah, really the bribes. And my, and my husband, I, I caught him. I'm like, well, that's not true. I was like, he would say, well, if you don't do this, we're not going to the pool. I was like, yeah, babe, that's not true. <laughs> Actually, we're going to the pool. <laughs> we're going, we're, we're we're going, going to the pool. Because if we don't go, yeah, I was like, I want to go to the pool. The kids want to go to the pool and they're not in trouble. It ruin like, our whole day because somebody didn't put their yeah. shoes or something. Yeah. Yeah. And that, yeah. So that has been definitely one of the biggest challenges for me, but it's, it's totally doable to just go with connection yeah. and almost any time your kid is just upset or angry, they just want love. And, you know, morning we start, we just started back to school. We're super early here, which is weird for me, but we just had our first day of school the other day. And, um, I know I was like, it was like two months of summer and we're back to school. So it's hard. We're back waking up early and having to do, you know, to get breakfast done and get out the door and all this stuff at an earlier time. And I'm just like, okay, we can't like, I have made sure that I'm waking up early enough where I don't feel stressed because I know if I feel stressed, then they feel stressed. And I'm that type A personality who wants to be on time and all that late. And I'm just like, it's okay if we're late. Yeah. It's, and it's okay if they're two and four. It's okay. They're two, four, yeah. and seven. It's okay if they're late. And they're, like, they're not going to get doctors to pay. No, right? <laughs> but it's like, you can't be late. School starts at eight. We have to be on time. I always say we've been on time because you know, it's the first couple of days, they're super excited about it. But my two-year-old had a meltdown about shoes the other morning. And we put shoes on and then I was like, nope. And so I'm like, it's okay. And we sat on the ground and we hugged and like, well, you can help me put on the shoes and let's pick out your shoes together. And I found that I'm much more willing to go get on the ground and do something with them after learning, after learning your material, where I just be like, well, we just have to put these on, right? It's like, well, let's do it together. Let's try this together. Yeah. And when we look deeply, you know, does the two-year-old want to separate from you? Do they want, do they know oh, that no. on the shoes is the precipice to leaving is a precipice to a big disconnection. And is this just the beginning of them, you know, not wanting that to happen. And so I think when we look deeply at behavior too, then we can have a better idea of where our kid is at. And a hundred, percent he he does not want to leave me because he is like that every morning he's getting better with it but and I also know if he woke up really earlier he didn't get good sleep the night before I know I'm already prepared for the morning to have a meltdown 
And I'm already mentally prepared for the morning that the kids don't want to do something. I'm ready to play tag or hide and seek, to put on some music and dance because you gave us a great resource of all the things to just quick little games. Do you go back and watch the modules again? Have you gone back and done them again? Yeah, I've gone back and listened to like certain ones and I've gone back to your podcast and listened to certain ones as well. And like I listen to it, I have a twin sister and I... I text, I found the pod, the day I found the podcast, I was like, you got to go listen to this. Like, and she was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I was like, yeah, I'll send you a book and I read your book and all this stuff. And good. Yes. So I tell, I tell everyone about it. And some people are like, huh, what, what? You Just know? the connection. Well, that's the thing is like, that's what I have. That's what I think is so hard to portray is that people will say, I'm connected to my kids. I'm home all day long. I'm with them. I take them everywhere. I cook meals. I do all these things, which is incredible. But connection really is, it's different. You have to teach yourself what it is because nobody parented us like that. Yeah. Well, and that's, I was like, like that too. I'm like, well, I had my boys home for a little bit. And then I also was, I'm like, well, I'm spending this time at night with them. But I was preoccupied. I was doing dinner or on my phone. And now just adding in the special time and I, I am not great at special time every single week, but we try and get it a good couple of times a week. Yeah. Um, and my son asked for it. So he is a good, and I was like, remind me if I get doing something, remind me we, we need to do special time stuff. And I put my phone on and we put a timer on and they, in the beginning had a really hard time with, okay, we're done. I have to go. I have two other children. I need to go do special time with. And so I will let him watch a show or I will try and get my husband if he's not like cooking dinner. They're like, okay, you can do special time with him. And sometimes they're like, no, I don't want to do it with daddy. I want to do it with you. I was like, well, when we're done with special time, special time with everyone, then we can come back and do something all together or something like that. But it's special time is amazing tool. And I wish I would have known this like years. I know. That's what I always said. I started when Esme was five and I wish I would have started so much earlier. But what I can say for people who are starting later, it works and you it's not too late and you can form that deep connection with your kids. Okay. What what do you think the number one thing is you learned from the mastermind? If you could pick one Ugh. thing, what would it one be? One is oh. that's I mean that's really hard because you learned a lot. But I think like the biggest thing for me is that five minutes of connection is bigger than an hour of disconnected time yes like i like that that's so good that, that's so good. yeah five i mean five minutes of just sitting and having a conversation with my daughter or sitting and playing or painting yeah and they are they're good then they go off and they go play by themselves and play with their friends and but yeah five minutes of connection is is better than an hour of disconnected I time. totally agree anybody who's out there who wants to join the mastermind you can join this program you get 10 modules of all of the material that is 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 encompasses the idea of, of um, connection, you get PDF of my book, you get podcasts that correlate, you get journaling prompts, you get weekly support calls. It's really a good program if you really want to dive in and make a difference and have one more piece in that in your parenting world. I think it's it's the best place to do it. So let us know if you want to join. And what do you think? definitely say it is so good. If you're on the fence, join it. It is a hundred percent worth your investment and. Even my husband would say that as well. That's good. We like that. And the thing is what I tell people, it's like people, you you can go to therapy for 10 years, right? You can get lots of therapy, even around your parenting, even around your own childhood, which is great and important. 
But what I find is most people will do this program and it, it might be all you need for the entire time you're a parent and you get access to this stuff for a year. So you can keep going back and watching it and listening and doing more work and continuing to grow. But I don't think you need much more than these connection tools. I know that's what I use every day. Mm -hmm. So it's a good investment in your time and money. So let us know if you want to join. Thank you, Casey, so much for joining me here. I loved it. I will hopefully see you in this online world soon. Of course. Thank you so much. Thank you. Mm -hmm. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.